but yeah, I would say it's a little bit underrated because I don't think people understand how good this place actually is. I think this is, they kind of strike this in their minds along with like Cosmic Rays. Oh, yes, it's another place to eat. And it's not. It's a really, really good place mm-hmm. to eat. And I love their shrimp. Yes, it's frozen it's shrimp good. out of a bag, I'm sure, but I love their shrimp. But it's still really good. Yes. And I love yep. their fries. I mean, yep. Actually, maybe we should cut this segment out. I don't want people eating there because yeah. I, yeah, need, don't eat I there. need this space. Yeah, don't eat there. Bill. It's so bad. It's so good. Take a, no, Go Cosmic to Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays is delicious. <laughs> Go there. We love Cosmic Rays. It's great. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. That's Jen. I'm Dave, and we are your hosts for the next hour or so. We're going to talk all about Disney magic. And can I just first of all say, the episode we had last week with Stacey was wonderful. Great episode. The fastest downloaded episode we've ever had. I mean, that thing is shot through the numbers. Who is surprised? Yeah, exactly. Who is surprised? Because exactly. she's amazing. Yeah. It, also, it really did help, too, that she actually was promoting the show for us, which was great. <laughs> yeah, that was sometimes great. Sometimes <laughs> you got guests on, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. But uh, they did a great job doing yeah. it. She did a great job doing that. So thank you very much, Stacey. And we should just make her a third co-host. What else has she got to do? Nothing. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure she has nothing better to nothing do. Nothing to schedule. do. Nothing to do at all. And, and uh, you know, we'd have to record our episodes like four months in advance to get her on the schedule. But hey, what can happen in four months? So, Jen, let's go ahead and dive in here. How did you Disney this week? All right. I am so super stoked because um, our friend Tara over at Practically Perfect Delivery, um, she knows I'm obsessed with Haunted Mansion, right? So she just has like a standing, like she knows if she sees merch that she knows I'm going to like, she texts me and says, hey, new merch came out, right? Look at this. Okay. I know the audience can't see it. ornament? They're, the hand-painted uh. ornament series it is the Haunted Mansion, and if you flip it to the back, it's got, Ooh. like, the attic, and, like... Wow, that is gorgeous. See that? Like, isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. It is wow. so beautiful. Okay, it, I also got the castle, which is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, they'd only had a couple. They had, like, It's a Small World. They had the train... Or not the train station, the uh, fire station. They had a right. few. But now there is, like, a whole line. And so I just need by actually getting this this week. That is gorgeous. I love, I love it. it. Okay, so you have my address. Go ahead and pop that in the mail to me. That'd be great. All right, yeah. I'm sure Terry can get you another one. You got nothing I'm else sure. to do. <laughs> nothing else to do. Sure, why not? Why not? So, so I uh, Disneyed in an unfortunate way. We had to move our trip. We had a trip scheduled for next week. We're going to check in on Sunday. I was going to be at the Destino Tower for the first time ever. It's going to be awesome. We actually were scheduled to to go to stay there at the uh, – um, uh, what is the Port Orleans French Quarter? And we were all excited. Mm. And of course, we got moved to Justino Tower, which was even better. And we've had a little case of the Rona in our extended family. <gasps> no. We kind of dancing around. We've got some family members uh, have to work some stuff out and everything. everything. Nobody's dead. Everybody's okay and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, because of that, we were like, well, maybe we shouldn't go to Disney World coming a week out of the Rona. 
And so yeah, we had to cancel trips. Not every time, not every had you Disney this week is a good Disney this week. I actually called Disney, talked to him yesterday, and we talked all about it and got everything moved to next November. So now we have another trip planned, which will be nice. Uh, now we get plenty of time to to work through it or whatever. So I guess this mm-hmm. is coming. Uh, this coming Thanksgiving week will be us at home. Lamenting about our Disney trip, that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Money, you know what? We're saving money. We'll save some money. We have a trip planned for March. It's already in the book, so we'll see it. Of course, I'm going to go down in October of next year for the 50th anniversary, which I'm excited about that. So we'll be there. Plus, I guess everybody in the agency nearly will be there. I mean, I think almost everybody has a reservation. And so, Um, you know, so that'll be exciting. And then, of course, I guess you've got our agency fan trip to to Alani set up pretty, you know, coming soon right um yeah coming soon stay tuned for details on yeah I'll, I'll, I'll watch my phone i'm checking yeah. my messages now and okay. you haven't messaged me but it probably just has email just hasn't gotten to me yet. i'm sure that i'm sure that's the reason i'm sure yeah, that's exactly what's happening <laughs> sure 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 so we have got a lot to talk about in the disney news of course we have oh, the iapa which happened yesterday mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and jump on to the disney news all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! Now, if you're wondering what I mean by the words IAPA, it's the International Association of Amusement, Parks, and Attractions. That's what IAPA stands for, IAA. PA. And Josh Tomorrow was one of the keynote speakers and he came out and he talked all about what's going on with Disney and everything and, and had some great stuff to say. Um, really talked a lot about uh, uh, talked a lot about the theme parks and kind of getting the parks open. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still kind of pushing back on uh, on Gavin Newsom in, in California for not, being, not being able to open. Here's what mm-hmm. he had to say. This is a great little piece here. Our properties have been likened into small cities. Walt Disney World property is nearly twice the size of Manhattan. We have a bus fleet the size of Atlanta, and if we counted all the boats at Walt Disney World, we would have the seventh largest naval fleet in the world. Had no idea about that. What? But unlike a, really? But unlike a real city, this is the court of Josh, and who's going to go against him? But unlike Dang. a real city, we can choreograph the procedures under which we operate. We can manage and control attendance, enforce protocols, and adjust operations specifically to our business and our experience, and attractions can be modifi- modified to comply with safety recommendation which means hey we're as big as a city we got things going on like a city but better than the city we can control what's going on here and so he's it's not kind of wrong respect. No, not wrong at all not he's wrong, not wrong. So, so we talked a little bit about uh about some of the stuff coming up of course he talked about um we talked uh, about the remy's uh ride the red oh yeah attraction. Mm-hmm. i can't remember Ratatouille. the name of it Means I can never remember. I should know that, but I just can't. <laughs> so that's coming. He talked about that. He talked about the Cars Route 66 makeover of Studio Tour at Walt Disney mm-hmm. Park in Paris. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming to Disneyland. Disneyland. The Disneyland Hotel DVC at Disneyland. Zootopia. I'm so Shanghai. excited about that. That's going to be cool. That's going to be really, be really awesome. cool. Zootopia at Shanghai Disneyland. The mm-hmm. Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea. The Art of mm-hmm. Marvel Hotel at Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. Of course, Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind and the videos going around. It's on my my, uh, my Instagram as well about the Omnimover cars on the tracks and stuff, which looked mm-hmm. really cool. Um, you know, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure we talked about. Harmonious, which is the Epcot show, the Space 2020 restaurant, the new entrance at Epcot, and the Star Wars Hotel, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. And of course, the Princess and Frog Makeover Splash Mountain. The only thing he didn't talk about was Tron. 
which leads me to believe, yeah. makes me wonder if they think they're just not going to have it ready by the 2020, by the 50th of 2021, which makes me sad because that was going to be a premier attraction. But we don't know mm-hmm. because they haven't no, said know. they're not. And That's so true. it maybe they're just... Maybe it's a let's see thing. Yeah, I was gonna say they're being cautious about that, but that's the one thing. And I think that's that because not they sure. always they hate to put a date out there and mm-hmm. then not meet it. Right. Like, look, that happened with right. Rivers of Light back in the day. You know, like, yeah. and that was. Oh yeah. Maybe it's just. Yeah. No, I mean, if if again, if this were Universal, they would actually have it ready yesterday, um, because that's what Universal does. As they're putting, as people are getting press releases on the fax machines, the rides are opening just because they're so fast. Wait, and then, you mean like Epic Universe? Exactly. And the three weeks later, it's over. <laughs> well, Epic Universe, of course, that's something completely different. <laughs> but I remember when the Transformers ride came out. I swear. Oh yeah. Like I was reading the the thing on 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 email about oh Transformers ride it's open like tomorrow. But and they then, don't like. They don't announce their rides, I feel yeah. like, until until they're like ready. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And they really are. <laughs> like, what's it is that? Kinda, Nothing to see here. It is kind of like this. I, I imagine like this bookshelf of some sort where they can just pull stuff out and put new stuff in. So whenever mm-hmm. Transformers goes away, they'll put something else in. Whenever Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon goes away, they'll put something else. Just pull it out and put something else in. That's what happens mm-hmm. with the Universal. That's, that's kind of how they operate. Um, Star Wars Hotel. Yes. Looks amazing looks amazing basically it's a two-day adventure it's a two-day yep. adventure where you go in two night adventure three days two nights you go in you get a mm-hmm. character you know you're immersed in this whole thing the whole thing is you're you, you get into this galactic galactic star cruiser basically oh and you're flying through space and all the windows look like space and everything and everybody's in character and such and so you don't go to stay here to go to the parks you go to this ex- hotel to be in this hotel yep. for two nights um and it's only a two-night experience you can't stay for one night you can't stay mm-hmm. for three it's a two-night experience Am I reading this wrong, Jen? It looks like there's about a hundred rooms in this hotel. I mean, is it is that right? That is correct. It, is gonna it be was insane. always going to be small. I didn't realize it was going to be that small. Yeah, I'm but, just imagining I mean, try, people trying to book this and like oh, it's, it's going to be the, the lucky 300 insane. people that can get in. I mean, it's just it's going to be insane. And people are talking about the high price because I think they said if, if five people fit into, I think up to five people can go to a certain mm-hmm. cabin. It's like seventy-two hundred dollars. Pricing like estimates. Um, but it's going to fill up immediately. I mean, you're going to oh, get it. I mean, it's going to be way People are going to pay it though. That's the oh, yeah, thing. That's it the doesn't thing. matter. Yep. People will straight up pay that. Yep. And you know what's going to happen? I, I'm Here's a prediction. You're going to be able to go on any Twitter board or any message board. Walt Disney would be spitting in his grave if he saw the high prices that they're charging right now. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we were going to get a lot right. of that because every time something Disney, Disney does right. something with pricing, Walt Disney just, just can't fling out the middleman. The middleman can't even go anymore. It. Yeah, they will. They because there still is an option to go for, I mean, I'm not, believe me, it is a premium price product. Yes. Although I would think most of us who do a lot of Disney believe that they deliver, you know, they, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. their experience, it's not a, not downing Six Flags, but it's not like a Six Flags <laughs> kind of, you know, it's right. like your local theme park. Listen, Six Flags is great if you're just going to like ride some roller coasters, you know, but it's not necessarily immersive experiences everywhere. This is going to be like none other. And people have been super into the Star Wars universe Mm -hmm. for ever. Like since it came out, since the 1970s, people have been into it. So, And with The Mandalorian, the content is getting better. The Mandalorian is amazing. It's fantastic. That's a great one. It's going great. Um, It's something that like, I know that with Universal, I think, and I predicted this for a while, they're going to have trouble with Harry Potter. Not necessarily what they've got Mm -hmm. now, because everybody loves Harry Potter. But the Fantastic Beasts movies aren't that good, and they're not making yeah. the money they wanted to make. They're having trouble getting mm-hmm. the third one made because of pandemic and everything. Yeah. Johnny Depp just left the series; basically, was kind of forced out. 
based on some allegations that are going on with him and behind the scenes and blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. I don't want to talk. I, I'm not going to uh, Yeah, that, 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 it's not about that. But, we don't know. But I do know that the Harry Potter, there's not much more they can do. I think they want to do a Ministry of Magic, and that's it. That's all they can do, whereas Star Wars is constantly having new stuff come out, new worlds, new lands, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So it's really, I, I think that, you know, I've, I've often predicted that 30 years from now, Star Wars will still be something going strong. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter will be this like Lord of the Rings. We love the movies. We love the books, but it's been mm-hmm. 25 years, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I don't think has the staying power that Star Wars does. Um, speaking Unfor- of, yeah, exactly. Speaking of Star Wars, speaking of staying power, the strike team visited Disney World and finds no issues. Orange County, Florida has a strike team Correct. that goes in and randomly does inspections yes. and checks on everything. And they hit Disney World recently. And guess what? No problems whatsoever. Zero. Um, yeah, they came Which in. does not surprise me. Yep. It does not surprise me at all. Yep. The Orange County, according to Twitter, a uh, reporter for the uh, Orlando Sentinel, Orange County strike team visited Disney World, Disney's Hollywood Studios on November 9th for an inspection and found the park to be in compliance with COVID-19 safety measures, according to documents from the county. So, so yeah, they had also visited Disney Springs on the 29th for an inspection and also found it to be in compliance. So Disney's doing it right. And Disney's doing mm-hmm. it really, really good. So good on them. Grand Californian opening with no dining, no shopping, right. only right. one pool. So if you go mm-hmm. to the Grand Californian, you will not get the Stone Spa. You will not get the Napa Road, mm-hmm. Napa Rose Lounge, Storytellers Cafe, uh, Acorns Gifts and Goods, no in-room dining, no tours, no children's lobby, nope. no fitness nope. classes, no special classes, nope. no characters, nope. no fountain pool, Redwood Pool, mm-hmm. or water slides. But you can still get into the Grand Californian and you'll actually be able to go to the downtown Disney district and Buena Vista street um, from the Grand Californian. So that's, it's opening up. It's another small step. It's not anything big, but it's, it's another small step. Which of course, and and we don't know if the entrance is going to be open. Uh, Grand Californian does enter right into California adventure, but not right onto Buena Vista street. So I don't know if it'll be thing like in Epcot where, you know, if you're yacht and beach club, right. And it's pretty, you know, before World Showcase opens, you can still walk through. There's a path. You just can't Absolutely. do anything. Absolutely. Jim, we got any more news? You anything else off the top of your head that we need to throw out there? Nothing off the top of my head. I think we pretty much hit it all. That was the, that was the big stuff this week. Very good. So let's talk a little bit about quick service. We're going to do something called overrated, underrated, or rated, rated. And we decided to take game. on the Disney World quick service locations. Now, these are fun because I love quick services because they're not table services, which means you go in, you can sit down, you can eat pretty fast. and it doesn't really cost you an arm and a leg, just an arm because it's Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arm and the leg is for table <laughs> services. And so I came up with a list of a couple of per park, some Disney Springs, and even a few resorts. And I want to kind of get your opinion on them. We'll talk a little bit about whether they're over, under, or just rated. Mm-hmm. First off, Satouli Canteen and Animal Kingdom. Now, Jen, you have to tell me, do you like it? Do you love it? Uh, is it rated, overrated, underrated? What, where do you come down on Satouli Cantina? I'm going to give it rated. Um, I don't think it's overrated. They have changed the menu a bit. I used to love breakfast there, which doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I will call it rated, though, because okay. they have a different selection. It's yes. not the same thing you get everywhere else. And if you're someone who enjoys eating healthy, they do have some more healthy options. I go back and forth with that. I like the cheeseburger pods. Yep, those are pretty good. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I think I think it's just right about where right it should be. Perfect. And the theming is great. The yes. theming is yep, great. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to say it's a little bit underrated. And I'll tell you why. Because okay. I think that... Um, I think it's a place to eat. It's right there in, in Pandora. So a lot of people go mm-hmm. there because it's something to eat 
Yeah. But I don't think people really appreciate the food that's in there. And it's not a just, I don't think it's a destination for people like animal kingdom for me. That is a destination. Oh, Why? Yeah. Cause I love their blueberry mousse. That blueberry mousse is oh, one of the best desserts on. That is so good. It is amazing. I love so it good. so much. So much. I mean, just, I'm thinking about, matter of fact, I'm going to go down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and drive down there and put the kid in the car. We're going to get there in the morning okay. and yeah. And have some. Yeah. I mean, yeah that'll be back. fine. I mean, so, even okay. though you just canceled your trip, totally reasonable. Well, we're fine. My kid and I are fine. It's everybody else's all <laughs> the world's gone crazy on. Who cares about that? <laughs> so uh, next up flame tree barbecue, also an animal kingdom. And I'm going to say it's, I love flame tree barbecue. It's one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite places to eat in all of Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say five years ago, I would have said underrated, but I'm probably going to go and say that it's probably pretty evenly rated now. I think it's a place that a lot of people have discovered. Um, they either have or are going to expand the seating. They're opening up a yes. little bit, so it's a little bigger. The menu's a little bit bigger. Great barbecue, great price, by the way. Price oh, gosh. Two people can split a meal. If you totally. Got, if you get the dining plan, which... Nobody has that right now, but if you have the dining plan for the But when future, it comes back. <laughs> when it comes back, it's a great use of dining credit because you get so much food. So I'm going to say it's, it's evenly rated only because people know about it now, but it's just so good. It is. I, I agree. It is one of those gems, and it used to be a hidden gem. Can't say it's a hidden gem anymore because nope, they <laughs> realize it's just a gem. So I'm also going to agree with rated. My only complaint is I just want indoor seating. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's it. Well, at least it's, it's kind of covered up now. I mean, that's kind it's of kind of covered us. now. Yeah, it didn't used to be. Remember, it used well, to be. Well, some of it was. But some open. of it was. I mean, we've always got under the under the uh, the, the awning and under the like the mm. canopy or whatever. They've expanded that more. So yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Let's jump over to Magic <laughs> Kingdom, and we'll come Yay. back to some if you if you're thinking of some off the top of your head that we don't get to. Just you know, we'll, we'll sure. come back to those. Uh, Cosmic Rays over in the Magic Kingdom. It's over in Tomorrowland. That's your basic mm-hmm. chicken fingers and barbecue and your dogs mm-hmm. and, and hamburgers and stuff. Uh, what do you think about Cosmic Rays? Do you ever subject yourself to the Cosmic Rays? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I okay, I have eaten there. I love whatever they have, the little, quote, show, you know, mm-hmm. when they have yeah, yeah, sunny eclipse. Yeah, yep. sunny eclipse. Aside from that, I would never eat there. It I've is eaten there. It's overrated to me. It's overrated. It is a, it is a total destination. Of, well, not destination. It's somewhere to go. When you just want something to eat. There it is. Correct. Let's just eat there. It's large. It, lot if it's of convenient. It's convenient. It's easy. Little uh, little Jimmy and little Mary, they don't know what they want. Give them some chicken fingers. I'll get a burger. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I don't hate Cosmic Rays, but I only go there from like, oh, God, let's see something. Let's just go to Cosmic Rays. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. And I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I feel the same way about Pecos Bills. I think it is vastly overrated. I do not like Pecos Bills. I don't like the Tex-Mex atmosphere they put in there, all the barbecue and stuff. I liked it before, the previous menu they had. I liked I the previous like what, menu better. Yeah, I don't like what they've done to it now. To me, it's completely overrated. You won't catch me eating there. You won't. There's nothing there that I want at all. I will still eat at Pecos Bills. Um, I don't think it's as good as it used to be. I'll right. get the fajita platter. That's what I do when I go to Pecos Bills because mm-hmm. that's the most, you know, taste what tasty thing to me right i right. they've changed the toppings bar they've changed a bunch of things so yeah i miss that topping bar like, too eh, i do like the old version of the yeah. toppings bar it was like amazing yep. um yeah it, it's just not as good as it used to be but well you might bring up my favorite one here at some point columbia harbor house let's talk a little bit about columbia harbor house so i see you i see you nodding your head shaking your head no you're kind of oh, giving, the pu- giving the puke signal you're like Bleh. This is underrated. It is my, fa- I love 
love Columbia Harbor House. Not only do I love the theming, number two, it actually has quite a bit of seating. Mm-hmm. It if does. you include the upstairs and yep. like you can, if you sit in the one area, you can like overlook fantasy land while yep. you're eating, which is just lovely. And you can get everything from like fried fish and well, fish and chips, whatever, fish and fries. You can get some chicken. Shrimp. You can get Love like a shrimp. salmon platter. You can mm-hmm. get shrimp. You can get a tuna fish sandwich. I mean, it's just got, it's, it's very, I don't know. I love the variety. It's, and it's I different. because it it's closed right now. <clears throat> right. And it's really irritating. <laughs> it's something that's different too than, than the, mm-hmm. the regular burgers and barbecue that you would get the rest of the Magic Kingdom. I also think it's somewhat underrated. I will say this. We have a kid that, we go, that goes in a stroller. Um, mm-hmm. To take the stroller upstairs requires you to go backstage to, an el- to a service elevator and up and out. And so it's a little inconvenient by doing that. So that kind of did a little bit dinging there, which we go in there knowing we have to do that. So it's nothing surprising to us, but um, you know, our kid does stay in the stroller just because of the Mm. way he is and everything. Um, But yeah, I would say it's a little bit underrated because I don't think people understand how good this place actually is. I think this is, they kind of strike this in their minds along with like cosmic rays. Oh yeah, it's just another place to eat. And it's not, it's a really, really good place Mm -hmm. to eat. And I love their shrimp. Yes, it's frozen it's shrimp good. out of a bag, I'm sure, but I love their shrimp. But it's still really good, yes. and I love yep. their fries. I mean, yep. Actually, maybe we should cut this segment out. I don't want people eating there because yeah. I, yeah, need, don't eat I there. need this space. Yeah, don't uh, eat there. Spills. It's so bad. It's so good. Take a, look, Go Cosmic to Cosmic Grace. Grace. Cosmic Grace is delicious. <laughs> Go there. We love Cosmic Grace. It's great. <laughs> All right, let's hop over now to Hollywood Studios Ronto's Roasters over in uh, over in oh. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Have you ever have you eaten in Ronto's Roasters? Uh, one time, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Um, I this is this is a hard one because I think it's very very good. So I'm going to give it rated, which is not to undersell it mm-hmm. at all. Okay, right. It's just because I feel like it was very hyped, but the food was very at least when I ate it. I'm not going to say that it hasn't changed, but at right. least when I ate it was very good. Again, very different. Um, you know, not maybe exactly what I was expecting, but very good. And uh, of course, the theming in Galaxy's Edge is just yes. amazing. <clears throat> so great. it's what I would have expected and hoped for. So that's why I give it rated. Uh, it, it's overrated to me. I don't really okay. like anything there. There's really nothing on the menu that's just like I, I did like the menu when it first came out with all the really odd um, mm-hmm. All the really odd names. And then, of course, people are dumb and they're like, we don't know what that is, even though you can uh-huh. read right under it what actually it is. Like, so they hello. had to go back to the regular names and then they kind of merge them together with, you know, uh, tippy up and then under it, it tells you what it is. And and so you had to placate the people. Uh, I'm just not a fan of the food there. I'm just not. I've eaten there okay. twice. And I'm like, eh, it's just, it's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. Um, <clears throat> another place that, uh, that we can talk about is Woody's Lunchbox over in Toy Story Land. I also find this to be be a bit overrated. Uh, there's really nothing there that I found personally that I like. I know a lot of people love it. There's not a lot of shade there. There's some umbrellas and everything around. It's a small area. There's not a lot of shade in Toy Story I Land, think, period. I, I think the Pop-Tart dessert is way too sweet to me. The potato barrels <laughs> slash tater tots. Uh, tachos. Those are good, but, but, uh, yeah, tachos, but I'm, just not, I'm not a fan. Like, I don't eat at either one of those places whenever we go to Hollywood Studios. We, we try to go somewhere else. I will say I, I do not, as a rule, eat at Woody's Lunchbox due to the lack of shade mm. in that entire area. However, I do enjoy the Pop-Tarts a lot, um, and I do enjoy the tachos. So I think it is – I'll give it rated because I do think the food is good. At least it's to my liking. I understand it's definitely not everybody's. Yeah. But the lack of shade makes it very difficult for me to eat there. So but grabbing like a Pop-Tart and going, oh, that's easy. I can, I can do that all day long. 
I don't even have this on my list, but one place I am going to mention that it is somewhat underrated is uh, the Dockside Diner. I love the Dockside Diner. Oh, it's that's easy. good. It's easy to get to. It's mm-hmm. good food. I mean, it's like hot. Well, there, the last yep. time I was there, they had hot dogs and they had chicken. I think the menu slightly changed, but it's not yep. one of those like the line's not going to be like wrapped around the lake or whatever because people are going to Woody's Lunchbox mm-hmm. and Montez Roasters and stuff. And so I found, uh, I found the Dockside Diner to actually be underrated. Right. And really good. Um, I, no, I, it, I, I agree. I like it's it quite a bit. Very, very good. Like quite it's, a bit. All right. Our final park, Epcot, Sunshine Seasons. And I'm going to give this a big old fat rated. Now, I can't say it's underrated because I know a lot of people that go there. And I yeah. can't say it's overrated because it's not. It's really good. And I like it's Sunshine really Seasons good. because you walk in, there's like five counters to choose from. You can get everything from Mongolian chicken mm-hmm. to chicken fingers and desserts and, and breakfast. And, mm-hmm. and I think the food there is so good. Um, I've eaten there so, so many good. times. And uh, there's, there's something like it's like there's something for everybody there. And so yeah. I'm a big fan of Sunshine Seasons. You go there, you do soaring, you know, you ride soaring at 10 o'clock, you come off at soaring at 10 20 grab something to eat, you know, you're eating there till 11.15, go hop on living with the land. Now you're ready to leave the land and go on, cross over to test track to use that fast pass that, you know, one day we'll be getting again. I cannot, <laughs> I, I love Sunshine Seeds. It's one of my favorite uh, restaurants on property. I 1000% agree. That is a must do every time we are there. I mean, that's where we eat in Epcot. I, th- right. I mean, unless we're wanting to do a table service, of course. It is just so good. The, the options are, very, are varied. Mm-hmm. And very good. The desserts are great. Um, the breakfast is good. I mean, just everything yeah. about that is just, it's so good. And they have the little hand wipes, which I like. They do have those too, yes. And they have lots of seating, which is nice. They have nice. lots of seating. Lots mm-hmm. of seating, which is really, really great. Uh, okay, so with Epcot, obviously most of the countries have their own counter service. And so they do. I, I don't know that we're going to run through every one of them, but I do want to bring up the Yorkshire Fish and Chips over in mm-hmm. England. Mm-hmm. What do you think about some Yorkshire Fish and Chips? Oh, I love it. In terms of giving it a rating, I'm going to call it maybe underrated because I think people don't realize. Right. Maybe. I mean, like the people who know, know, but the people who don't know are just like, I'm just going to keep going. It is good. (laughs) It is good. It is very good. I kind of agree with that with an underrated because um, the portions are huge. Massive pieces of fish. You can share. You can share. You get French fries. Now, the only thing that would be a ding against it is there really is no seating. You've got to find a curb, find the top Mm -hmm. of a garbage can. Not that you would ever do that, but, you know, find a table (laughs) somewhere or something. Um, You probably have, you know, a minion around you that you make to bend over. You can just put your your food on their back and eat until until you're done. Um, I can see that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, But, no, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the Yorkshire uh, Yorkshire fish and chips. Uh, All right, so let's talk a little bit about some resort Dining. Okay, resort okay. dining. How about the Contempo Cafe over in the Contemporary? Mm. Now, I love the two shops that are there, VVG and Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Those are my two favorite shops on all the property. I love going there. I love going to those shops and everything. And it's so easy just to stroll around the corner to the Contempo, mm-hmm. have a seat right there. It's this, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, let me just say this, the food itself is just rated. It is what it is. It's fine. Yeah. The atmosphere is highly underrated. Because right. you've got the monorail, you've got Chef Mickey and everything going over there. You've got the rooms up and down the mm-hmm. walls and everything, and, and people are coming in and out and everything. You've got the shops over here, mm-hmm. this, con- this beautiful concourse. It is one of the greatest- Mary Blair vi- art Yes, it's on one of the, the best visuals in all the property, in my opinion. Yeah. So even the Contempo, you just spent $17 on lunch iconic. or whatever. It's iconic. So what do you mm-hmm. think about the Contempo? I agree. I, I'm going to give it- are rated in terms of like food and stuff. I'm going to give it underrated in terms of atmosphere. It's one of our favorite places to eat. If we're staying anywhere 
on the monorail. We end up there for lunch at least one day, at least one day. And sometimes we'll go over for breakfast on a separate day as well. And sometimes we just go get a pastry because their cupcakes are phenomenal. And they have a great display out right now also. You have to part the background noise. That is my kid with his iPad running around. And you know what? It's life. It just happens. So, um, <laughs> so we both like, a, like a tempo. What about Captain Cook's over at the Polynesian? Oh, oh, interesting one. I, I do eat here um, fairly frequently. I guess I'll give it, I'm going to give it probably rated. It's about, they do have some very different dishes. The more like mm-hmm. the Polynesian themed dishes. Yep. And um, they have some cute hidden Mickeys in they the do. area. They do. You know, if you want to look at yep. it. Seating wise, I feel like there could be a little bit more seating, but um, you can get Dole Whips there. So maybe yes, I'll call it helps. underrated just because you that can helps. get Dole. <laughs> One of my favorite all-time hidden Mickeys, and it's not there anymore, but they used to have the kiosk because you could walk up and order your own food. And the video would come across the screen. And mm-hmm. as it cut across to say order here, a shadow of Mickey would come on the screen for maybe a second. And I yep. remember standing with my camera in front of that. And I took like 13 or 14 pictures, snapping over and over and over on my phone trying to get it. I finally got a picture of it. It's a really yeah. cool hidden Mickey. Doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately, but I love that Hidden right. Mickey. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Captain Cook's one. too. I would say also rated. There's nothing that I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to go here for it. But it's a good place to eat. It's a yeah. great place to go if you want something to eat. You're in the area. Polynesian is really, really good. Now, the mm-hmm. one over at the Grand Floridian, is it Gas- Gasparilla's? Gasparilla Grill, I believe. Gasparilla's. Gasparilla's. Um, I can't really have a good heading on this. I've eaten there once. I don't remember much about it. I would say just rated because it was neither bad nor good, but very not memorable to me. But, you know, I don't go to the Grand Floridian um, very much. You don't pay me enough. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> so um, I will give it rated. And that's mm-hmm. a good thing because the food is solid. The pizza is excellent. Um, they have like some really nice flatbreads and some different variety of flatbreads. Their margarita one is really good. Um, also, they have a station, typically not right now during COVID, of course, where you can make your own salad. So like you pick your dressing, you pick what goes in it. They like shake it all together and cut it up real nice you can also make your own sandwich um and then they have of course some like pre-made sandwiches they have some Mm -hmm. things that are a little bit different and they have good pastries um also like a little coffee bar so i have to give it rated the atmosphere is is what it is i mean it's it's fits in with the grand floridian but it's a solid it is a solid table or quick service restaurant very solid all right so one of your favorites the end zone food court over at all star sports do you hear the crickets? Can you get crickets in right here? <laughs> I like the end zone food court. And actually, I'll be honest with you, all the all-stars, I think it's in go end zone, um, the the premier food court over at movies and like the, the opening note or something note or whatever at music. Good food, not expensive, burgers, pizza, things like that. Um, so I'm going to give all, all of those a rating when they're open. One thing I do like, though, in the uh, uh, in the values is the landscape of flavors over Art of Animation. Landscape of flavors is actually very good food. A lot of it's almost like Sunshine Seasons, a condensed version of that, where you've got four or five different counters. Your breakfast counter with your waffles. You've got your counter with your pizza. You've got your counter with your chicken and your salads. And you've got burgers and dogs, things like that. I know I'm speaking completely over your head because I'm probably telling you stuff you didn't even know existed. Um, but I would say landscape. I, I is, knew they existed. Landscape was probably <laughs> underrated because it's really good food. Okay. I don't. I don't think people spend enough time eating there. You should try it. I think you would actually enjoy landscape. After you make this, I'll take your word for it. After you make those first few steps off of the Disney transportation bus into Art of Animation, and you walk into the food court. I'm confused. Wait a minute. How am I getting there? The bus, of course. It's the only way there. Oh. It's the only way there is, is the bus. You have to take a bus. 
Oh, I thought there was a Skyliner. <laughs> I, I'm confused. I will take your word for it, though. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's talk about a few over at Disney Springs. How about Deluxe okay. Burger? Deluxe Burger, I've eaten at once. Uh, honestly, this might be unpopular. It was a little overrated. I was like, mm, I mean, it's, wow. it's a burger. It's okay. But I'm not like a burger connoisseur, so. True. True. I'm, uh, I'm going to give that just a rated because the food is good. I think the food's very good. I've been there several times. The mm-hmm. milkshakes are fantastic. Uh, if, if anything, it's too much food. The milkshakes okay. are very big and they're very sweet. And mm-hmm. the fries, there's like a huge abundance of fries. They give you so many gotcha. French fries. Uh, so a lot of fries there and everything. But, uh, but I would probably say evenly rated. Uh, and finally, the polite pig over at Disney Springs. Oh. And for me, this is vastly underrated. I think the polite pig is fantastic. And I don't, Mm -hmm. I think it's a little like Flame Tree was uh, several years ago where it's really good, but not everybody has quite discovered it yet, which is fortunate. I'm afraid when they're going to discover it because then you won't be able to get in. And even now it's kind of hard to get in, but they've got good food and the the portions are big. And they've also got, uh, they've also got like uh, the honest organic juices uh, for the kids Mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's the the organic juice and everything. Uh, They've got snacks and they've got different sauces and they've got the drinks Mm -hmm. and the polite pig sandwiches are huge. So definitely underrated. Definitely underrated. Definitely under. I agree. agree. That's a great one. Anything we missed? Any uh, food courts or any uh, quick services we missed? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to throw it out. Um, Geyser Point down at Wilderness Lodge is (sighs) phenomenal. I mean, that actually might be one of my, that might be my favorite quick service on property. Quite honestly, I've been there. I haven't been there. It is. It's not the Roaring Fork. Roaring Fork is inside. That's your standard one with the breakfast, whatever. This one is out. Um, It's you have to go down past the pool and down. Mm -hmm. You actually can like overlook, you know, into Bay Lake a little bit, and oh my gosh, they have like a bison burger. They have like a salmon sandwich. They have a whole bunch. And you actually have to walk up and order from like near where the pool bar is. But then they take you, then there's like a little shelter and there's a bar in the middle. Um, But the menu is varied and there's more on the menu than, um, yeah, than what's at the the typical quick service. And it's very, very excellent. I've never been there. So I'm going to have to check that out next time I finally get to go, whenever that may be March or next Thanksgiving or just. Yeah. And I guess I I should say, you don't have to walk up to order at the quick service. They do serve Mm -hmm. you at the table, but you can also walk, but that's where the kitchen is, is over there. Right. right. What about the Yak and Yeti over at Animal Kingdom? Oh, the quick service version? You mean the outside version? Mm -hmm. That's probably underrated because that's a good one. Yeah. I'm not not a fan of Yak and Yeti. Just not. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a rating of rated only because I understand and recognize that it's a very good restaurant. A lot of people love it. It's just not my, it's thing. just not your taste. Yeah, It's not like a restaurant that yeah. I think, Oh, it's disgusting. It's just one of those. It's not my thing. I'm not a curry fan or a right. spice fan or whatever. So that's just like, we've eaten at the regular restaurant before and my wife, Stephanie loved it. Me, I was like, uh, you know, so I don't usually eat in that part of a, uh, that part of animal kingdom. So. The one thing that's interesting about yak and Yeti, cause it's, it's considered what Pan Asian, I think yep. is how is what they is what they call it. Um, yeah, they don't use MSG, which nice, which is very nice. So that is one thing, at least in the. I mean, I imagine that's the same for the outside versus the right, inside, right, at right, least right. on the inside. So uh, we don't do a lot of that just because Brady has some food allergies. But when I have eaten there, I've mm-hmm. been impressed with it. So nice. 
Well, that's our show, folks. That is the uh, the wrap up on our quick service discussion, which I'm glad you guys uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. And hope you can let us know. Let us know what your favorite quick services are. You can find us on Twitter, of course, at the MSC Podcast. Uh, find us on email at uh, the MSC Podcast at gmail.com. and of course on on uh, on on the website uh, the MSC Podcast dot uh, mm-hmm. com. Find us there and you know see the show notes, see all the people that have been on the show before. We've got some great stuff coming up on the show as well. I'm not going to give any secrets yet because I don't want to say just in case something happens, I don't know, but I've uh, got some great stuff that's coming up, not just next week, but the next few weeks. And of course, Jen, where can we find you on the vast wide interwebs? You can find me at upon a star Jen everywhere. And then also on my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Novotny. If you'd like the other things that I post randomly from time to time. Very cool. You can find me on the Instagram as well at Super Dave Three Ten is my regular, but of course, uh, Dave Magic Travel Awesome is my Instagram for Disney and travel and fun stuff. Find me on Facebook, uh, Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. I've got names everywhere. Just follow me, or just go to the <laughs> MSC Podcast dot uh, com. You can see the contact information there, and all of our stuff is there as well. Now, as we wrap this show up, we usually have a magical moment to wrap up, and the mm-hmm. magical moment we're going to give is going to come from none other than Josh Tomorrow. So just a minute, we're going to wrap the show up here, and we're going to play the little five-minute clip from the IAPA conference, his little keynote. He kind of goes through and talks about some of the cool stuff happening from Disney, from his own lips to your ears. There's no better way we could do it. I mean, we love Josh, but I'm not going to try to speak for him, and I'm not going to try to give this feel like he does because he gives some great information. So we'll let that be our magical moment, all the stuff that's coming up, folks. And got to tell you, remember, yes, we do a great podcast, but we're also travel agents. Jen and I both, whenever you're ready to travel, we are ready to get you there. Ponistar Traveling Concierge, we would love to help you out. And if you're thinking, I'm just not ready for the mouse shit, guess what? You might be ready for a sunny beach in Cancun or Playa del Carma or the Caribbean, or maybe you're ready for a cruise somewhere. You know, we're ready to get you on those as well. So don't forget to give us a give us a ring on those. You can find us at what info at uponastartravel.com. Yep. Info, info at uponastartravel.com. Or email us at the podcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to talk to you there. We're gonna let Josh wrap this show up. But until then, don't forget to thank your Phoenician. Behind me is the future site of Avengers Campus, which will be a major project at both Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris. And as you can see, the construction continues. This new land will invite guests to team up with the Avengers and their allies in a fully immersive land. The Quinjet has been installed on Avengers headquarters, and the Worldwide Engineering Brigade building, better known as Web, will house our newest attraction, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. And I'd like to share a first look at the Web Slingers vehicles in motion. Guests will be able to board these vehicles and help Spider-Man take control of an army of Spider-Bots that have taken over the Avengers campus. And you may just catch a glimpse of Spider-Man flying through the sky. At Disneyland Paris, guests will soon be able to experience Disney's Hotel New York, the art of Marvel, celebrating 80 years of Marvel storytelling in a typical New York setting with a contemporary Art Deco style, which will include one of the largest publicly viewable collections of Marvel artwork in the world. At Walt Disney World Resort, we'll continue with the historic multi-year transformation of Epcot, including Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Harmonious, and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Harmonious will be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars ever created for a Disney park, featuring all the hallmarks of a Disney experience, including music and images reimagined by a diverse cultural musician set and artists from around the world. Coming in 2021, we're still on track to open Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, 
and we're looking forward to seeing you race through Gusteau's famous Parisian kitchen aboard a trackless ride vehicle in a thrilling 3D chase. At Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, also part of the transformation of Epcot, we're creating a family-friendly storytelling coaster that will feature a groundbreaking ride system with vehicles that rotate 360 degrees and can even do a reverse launch. This Omnicoaster is a first-of-its-kind roller coaster ride system where guests can be rotated along the ride track in any direction while traveling at very high speeds. The Omnicoaster name builds upon the tradition of the Omnimover ride system in which Disney Imagineers are able to turn guests in any direction and focus their attention on a specific scene or element. And in a galaxy far, far away, construction continues at Star Wars, Galactic Star Cruiser. Guests will live aboard a starship for a two-day, two-night experience. This immersive experience is unlike anything ever built before. When you compare these concept illustrations of a passenger cabin to the photos of our mocked up cabin, you can see we're making really great progress in making these dreams become a reality. At Shanghai Disney Resort, we're hard at work building Zootopia, where guests will be invited to experience the metropolis of Zootopia, which includes a new major attraction that will seamlessly blend Disney storytelling and state-of-the-art technology to bring this fan favorite movie and its characters to life. In this aerial photo of the construction, you can see just how big the show building will be. In Tokyo Disneyland, new attractions, restaurants, and shops opened on September 28th, marking the largest expansion of the park's 37-year history. This large-scale development stretches across Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Toontown. Also part of the expansion will be Fantasy Springs. This exciting development will be themed to a magical spring inspired by the beloved Disney films Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. This new themed port will include four new attractions, three restaurants, and a new Disney-themed hotel situated inside Tokyo Disney Sea, and it will overlook Fantasy Springs. And finally, out at sea, our fifth cruise ship, Disney Wish, will join Disney Cruise Line's award-winning fleet. I don't mean for this update to sound like a commercial. What I do want to convey is our confidence in our ability to recover and the fact that we're still building our future. In addition to the new products that are still in the works, we'll deliver our traditional celebrations that our guests can look forward to. Our annual holidays and festivals, they're back, but like everything in our lives at the moment, they're reimagined just a little bit differently. Epcot just completed this year's Adapted Food and Wine Festival, and each of our parks is decorated and ready for the holiday season. 2021 will also allow us to celebrate a number of milestones filled with new experiences, including the fifth anniversary of Shanghai Disney Resort and the 15th anniversary of Hong Kong Disneyland, which will kick off this week with the all-new Castle of Magical Dreams. This castle is truly something special. It represents the collective dreams of our Disney family as it was built on the foundation, literally, of the castle design that Walt Disney himself brought to life when he first opened Disneyland in 1955. Finally, the kickoff to Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary will take place next year. I'm gonna share these details at a later date, but what I can tell you is it's going to be very remarkable and we intend to celebrate the stories and experiences that our guests love. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast, or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe, and may all your wishes come true.